We believe the Word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. God bless you as you listen to His Word in Jesus' name. Message title is the New Covenant. Going to continue there. We always stop and perhaps try to go back a little to enable those of us who are not there to understand where we are going. Jeremiah 31, and we're reading from verse number 31 to verse 34. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt because they broke my covenant. Though I was their husband or a husband to them, declares the Lord. 33. This is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. 34. No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, Know the Lord, because they will all know me from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. I told us that covenant is an important feature in Bible teaching. Open the Bible from Genesis. It's all about covenant. With Jesus, it was about covenant. When he was about to ascend, he called them. And then he said to them, Go ye into the world, and then make disciples of who? Of him. And he said, Lo, I'm going to be with you all the way. There was a covenant. Specifically, in the Bible, there are about seven covenants. the Bible. But these seven covenants I told us are in three categories. These three categories, number one is the conditional covenant. We have the unconditional covenant. And then we have the general covenant. The unconditional covenant. Unconditional covenant does not have any strings attached to it. And the covenant will be kept regardless of the fidelity or infidelity of one party. That is unconditional covenant. But conditional covenant is based on certain requirements or prerequisites. So, if the requirements are not fulfilled, the covenant is broken. And then you have the general covenant. 
General covenant is not specific to a person or certain group of people what can be expanded, can include and involve a whole lot of people. We are going to be talking about the Old Covenant so that we will understand or appreciate when we start talking about the New Covenant. It was last night when I was trying to review the message for today that it flashed my mind. Why not talk about the purpose of covenant? And I discovered in the Bible that there is also covenant prophets. The purpose, the effects, and the profit therein. So let's talk about the general covenant now. Under the general covenant, you have the Adamic covenant. And the Adamic covenant is broken into two. In that two, you have the Edenic covenant. And you have the Adamic covenant. These are under the general covenant. Okay, and the Edenic, co Edenic covenant is found in Genesis chapter number 1. Verse 26 to 30. Edenic covenant. Genesis 1, 26 to 30. Don't have it. Genesis 1, 26 to 30. Then God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. 27. We are reading to 30. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. 29. Then God said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food. And 30. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky, and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. Now, under this covenant, general covenant or called Adamic covenant, talks about man's responsibility to creation from what we read now. It also talks about God's causes. The causes God pronounced against mankind because of the sin of Adam and Eve. It also included God's provision for man's future redemption. Because right there at the Garden of Eden, God saw the future. 
And the other part of it we're going to read now is um, Genesis 2, verse number 16 and 17. Let's go quickly. I want to see how much we can run. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden. 17. But you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. So this is another version, another part of that covenant. Which is the law or rule concerning the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So this we are considered under general covenant that God made with man. But under the Adamic covenant, Genesis chapter number 3 and verse number 15. Go through this and then we'll move to the new covenant. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. Now God was talking about the future redemption of man. Wednesday, I told us that he said that the serpent with only or is only limited from the knee down. From here is rare to find serpent bite a man. So he says, for because, beg your pardon, because of this sin, you are going to bruise the woman's knee, but it's going to do what? Crush your head. The time will come. Don't celebrate yet, Satan. Because the woman, the seed of the woman, will definitely crush your head. Under this same general covenant, we have the Noahic covenant. When I say Noahic, you know what I'm talking about. We're talking about Noah now. This covenant was made between God and Noah. After that Noah, his family, and the animals had departed from the ark. Remember, he had two sons. Ham, Shem, and Japheth. And the Bible even said that Noah called those who were supposed to get married to his son. and said, look, this is the time. They didn't take him seriously, just like it happened in the time of Lot. He had daughters. Told their suitors, it is time to escape. They didn't take them serious. Last Sunday, Pastor Chidebele told us about, said, or preached a message that Jesus is coming. And the made emphasis or made the reference to what people say. When you tell them Jesus Christ is coming, they say now today. That was how it is. Or it was in the time of Noah. So God made this covenant with Noah. And not just making the covenant, God gave a sign of his faithfulness to keep the covenant. God is not a covenant breaker. What he says he will do, he will do. He has never failed any man. He gave him a sign. 
and that sign is rainbow. Let this be a sign to you, Noah, that never again will I destroy the world with water. That is why today we have confidence that God will never, never destroy the world again. When he destroys Sodom and Gomorrah, he destroys Sodom and Gomorrah with fire. So he's a covenant-keeping God. So under that covenant, and I forgot to mention to you that under the uh, uh, general covenant, the Adamic covenant, we inherited sin. Like on Wednesday, I told us that we are not sinners because we are sinning. We are sinners because we inherited it. We fell under the general covenant of curse that was placed upon Adam and Eve. And I told us, how many of us have ever taught our children how to lie? Nobody answered. So we have never taught our children how to lie. We never taught our children that saying waka is bad. But when you offend the child, the next thing is eh, waka. Who taught the child? Have you ever taught your child how to steal? But you keep biscuits. Instead of coming to ask you, mommy, can I take one? He or she goes to steal it. The covenant. General covenant. We inherited it from Adam and Eve. It's just like an Inewi man. There is no level of education you give to Inewi man that he will not. Sometimes instead of saying main road, they say main load. Hallelujah. And some part of Enugu State. Main road. Main load. You change it to main load. He will say main road. It's in the gene. That is the consequences of this general covenant. But in Genesis chapter number 9 and verse number 11, we see this covenant between God and Noah. Genesis 9 and verse number 11. Genesis 9 number 11. I established my covenant with you, God talking to Noah. Never again will all life be destroyed by the waters of a flood. Never again will there be a flood to destroy the earth. Because I spoke so much about this one, let me not dwell so much on it again. I spoke extensively on these things last Wednesday. Let's talk about the unconditional covenants. That's the interesting part, or one of the interesting parts. Unconditional covenants. Under this, we see that God promised so many things to Abraham. So many things were promised to Abraham. Remember at a point, God sent angels to go and announce to them that they were going to have a child. But this time, God personally told Abraham, I am going to make your name what? Great. Personally. 
I am going to make your name great. That was a great covenant. Genesis 12, verse number 1 to 3. The Lord God, or the Lord said to Abraham, or had said to Abraham, Go from your country, your people, and your father's house to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. And three. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever causes you, I will do what? And all people on earth will be blessed through you. What did Abraham do? Nothing. He had not even moved. The other covenant came as a result of obedience. When he had left, and then after he wanted to sacrifice his son, more and more blessings came. But Abraham, go. No condition attached. Go. Because I am going to make your name great. And by you, nations will be blessed. And whoever curses you will be what? Cursed. I told you I don't bother myself about who wants to curse me. My biggest challenge and the area I need to push my energy is to please God. Not to waste my energy. This morning, Sister Chinere, is he evangelist now or reverend or pastor? He said there is no witch to cast today. Understanding the covenant gives you the audacity and boldness to stand in the face of adversity and say to them, you can do me nothing. Because I'm a child of covenant. When you understand the power of covenant, you don't bother yourself about who causes you. Because you're already blessed. An oracle like Balaam was called to go and call the children of Israel. He was warned and said, you can't curse them because they are already blessed. And they are under the unconditional blessing, covenant of God. Nothing can happen to them. And Proverbs 26, 28, or Jeremiah says, right, 28, 26, 26, 28, like a darting sparrow is an undeserved curse. I don't know if you have seen a, a sparrow. They die. You think they are going to crash. Yeah, they will pass through here, pass through the holes of these size tools and fly off again. They never crash. The Bible says like a darting sparrow is an undeserved curse. And so he stubbornly went ahead to curse God's people. When he opened his mouth to curse, blessing was flowing out. Say, you can never curse a man who is blessed. So understand your place in covenant. Understand the authority you have under covenant. And you will fear no wishes. You will fear no wizards. 
I told us a story of a certain man of God whose ministry is in just. And one day, his member ran to him. Daddy, daddy, you know this basket they use for sacrifice, all these, uh, uh, you know, they put certain things, oil, feathers, and small chicken, and uh, colonels in the basket with uh, clothes. That is what somebody brought to his doorstep. Then he cried to the church, Daddy, they want to wipe away me and my family. They want to kill us. And the man of God said, what is it? He said, come, come, come and see. And they drove together to his house. Came to the entrance of his house. The man of God saw the basket. He saw cola nuts. Saw alligator pepper. He took the alligator pepper. Took the cola nuts. Break it and began to eat it. And the member was like, Daddy! Say, don't daddy me. I am a child of covenant. The covenant we have with Christ is that if we do his will, we are going to pick up serpents and scorpions and they will never harm us. Say, surely they shall do what? But their God shall be what? When you are under a covenant and you understand it, it begins to work for you. So he said to him, you are going to be blessed beyond curse. If any man curse you, him I will do what? Curse. And if any man blesses you, him I will do what? Bless. You cannot limit nor stop the blessings of God when it begins to come to you. One family called me and then told me they are coming home this Christmas. Said they are sending a car to go and collect that car from somewhere. It's the car they are going to use. But the children and Pastor Edet brought me to the place. There's just RX 350, not mechanized, original. And then we took the car and I parked the car. They called me. See, after we have used the car, we are staying for 14 days. After 14 days, the car is yours. Don't clap. I told them I don't need the car. First and foremost, when that car came and my wife said, to my children and say, your daddy has bought a new car. They said, no, it's not possible. This car, my son looked at it, my little boy, and said, no, it's, it's not daddy's car. Say, why? He said, it is not daddy's thing. My wife said, look, I'm glad this, these children know it's not your thing. They know what you can do and what you cannot do. I told them, thank you. You can sell the car when you are going back. I don't want it to look like you are paying me for the favor I did for you. That favor has made me to enter into a covenant before God. Taking this will break the covenant. 
I have a covenant to be blessed by God for what I've done for you. So the car is still parked in my garage. And when they are done, I will make sure they take it back again. In the first place, it's not my thing. Praise the Lord. Know your place in every covenant. It gives you boldness to do whatever you want to do. It gives you boldness. He also said that Abraham was going to have numerous physical descendants. Genesis 13, verse number 16. Genesis 13 and verse number 16. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count this dust, then your offspring could be counted. <laughs> I told us on Wednesday that Nigeria has attempted how many censors? Every year they are attempting censors, but no censors is correct. If the World Health Organization wants to say something, they say the world population is about. You can't count them. You can't count man because that is covenant declaration. So look up. If you can count the stars, then who man can count the number of your seeds? See today. Doesn't matter the kind of machine they are going to deploy for census, they will still fail. Because you cannot count the descendants of Abraham. It is a promise from God. It is a covenant that must be kept. God made promise regarding a nation called Israel also. He said he will be the father of a multitude of nations. Genesis 17 verse 4 and 5. Genesis 17, 4 and 5. As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations. 5. No longer will you be called Abraham. Your name will be called Abraham. For I have made you a father of what? Many nations. And that is what we are going to be seeing. What the new covenant has done for us. What the new covenant has done for us. Father of many nations. Just one aspect of that seven covenants that I'm not going to touch, which is called the Palestinian covenant, has to do with the movement of the Israelites sold into exile, and then he will bring them back. And finally, in 1948, that covenant was perfected. Israel became a nation. God's covenant cannot be broken. If you understand the covenant of God and you stay with it, you will live life that is so exciting and pleasing. Fulfilled life. The covenant also provides that the families of the world will be blessed through his physical line. The families of the world. Genesis 12 and verse number 3. Genesis 12, 3. 
I will bless those who bless you. And whoever causes you, I will cause again. And all people on earth will be blessed through you. Verse number four. So Abraham went as the Lord had told him. And Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he set out from Aram. Now, I will bless you. Put the verse three again, please, on the screen. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever you curse, and whoever curses you, I will curse, and all people on earth will be blessed through you. That is why you must always believe that song. My hands are filled with the blessings of God. My hands are filled with the blessings of the Lord. And that man they bless is surely blessed because you are the seed of Abraham, you carry blessing in your hands. Say, by your offspring and your people, everyone on earth will be blessed. So when I lift my hand to say that my hands is full of God's blessing, and if I put it upon you, you are blessed. There are those of us here whose success and breakthrough depends on one another. That is why when we come to church, Throw away this malice and fight and all these backbitings and all these. It doesn't help. Because you may be stoning the person who has your destiny in his hand. You may be abusing someone who has been appointed to help you. Remember one time, one of my relations, the girl is my relation, then the husband. When they not, they came down to Lagos to see me. Business is not going. Not a complaint. They came, I put them in a hotel. So when I went to see them, and the man was trying to pour out his heart to me, I saw my own relation, sister. Tapping him. In other words, when I saw it, I became angry. So them, okay, it is well. Tomorrow you leave, pay their hotel bill, gave them transport money, and just gave them 300000 But when I asked them to come, I had planned to ask them to give me their business plan. Tell me how much it will cost you. I want to help you. I want to support you. I want you to relocate. They want to relocate to Asaba. Started tapping. So they lost their blessing. Somebody's success. Is in your hands. 
careful how you deal and relate with that person. Be careful. And this, of course, is a reference to the Messiah. Jesus Christ, who of course came as a descendant of Abraham. And then we have the David covenant. God promised to bless David's family line and assured him of an everlasting kingdom. Remember, we're talking about unconditional covenant. You need to walk with God to the point where you provoke God to enter into an unconditional covenant with you. Most times, this covenant assures or guarantees your blessing. But when you are in a town or city environment where everyone else is failing, you are succeeding. The next thing is that they said, or has Nibonya 419, or has from the village. They don't know. Like Papa will say, grace mate is not what? Classmate. Covenant distinguishes you. Covenant distinguishes you. So David was promised a blessing. And that the kingship will ever remain in his family. Second Samuel chapter number 7, verse 8 to 16. Long one. I'll quickly jump these places so that we can move into the new covenant. Second Samuel 7 and verse number 8 to 16. Quickly, now then, tell my servant David. This is what the Lord Almighty says. I took you from the pasture, from tending the flock, and appointed you ruler over all my people. Remember, God has not mentioned anything that David did here. Nothing. He said he was the one who took him. He was the one who found him. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have cut off all your enemies from before you. You did not labor. Well, I've been leading you. I've been leading you, guiding you. You don't know. Now I will make your name great, like the names of the greatest men on earth. What a covenant with God. Any day you are praying and after praying, either by the word of God or by word of prophecy or by word of encouragement or anyhow, God speaks to you and say that he's going to make your name great. Grab it. Go to sleep. Don't worry what is happening and happening around you. You are going somewhere. Now we provide a place for my people Israel and we plant them so that they can have a home of their own and no longer be disturbed. Wicked people will not oppress them anymore as they did at the beginning. If they oppressed you before, they cannot oppress you again. If they did not kill you when God did not set a table for you, don't be afraid. Even if your table is surrounded by enemies, nothing will happen to you. And have done ever since the time I appointed leaders over my people Israel, I will also give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord declares to you that the Lord himself will establish a house for you. Verse number 12. When your days are over and your rest will, and your rest with your and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you. 
your own flesh and blood, and I will establish his what? Kingdom. 13. He is the one who will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. 14. I will be his father, and he will be my son. When he does wrong, I will punish him with a rod, wielded by men, with floggings inflicted by human hands. 15. But my love will never be taken away from him. As I took it away from Saul, whom I removed from before you. And verse number 16. Your house and your kingdom will do what? Your throne will be established for this depicts Christ, the Son of God. But even in the physical, after David, someone else from the family rises to become king. And the promise of rest from enemies was fulfilled in the life of Solomon. Solomon, throughout the time he was king, did not fight one war. No enemy attacks. Rather, he was possessing the treasures of his enemies. Nations were coming, bringing treasure to help him build, to beautify his house, and so on and so forth. That is what happens to you when you provoke God to make an unconditional covenant with you. It happens. Jesus is from the family of David. Luke chapter number 1, verse 32 and 33. Jesus is from the family of David. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. Remember he said this throne will remain. I will call him my what? Son. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father. Who? David. God's covenant cannot be broken. That's a tree. And he will reign over Jacob's descendants. For what? His kingdom will never what? End. Hebrew writer said, thy throne, O God, is forever. The scepter of your kingdom is the righteous one. God said, from your seed, through your offspring, I will raise a man. His kingdom will be established forever. It will not depart. David handed it over to the son of David. Jesus is the son of David and is the fulfillment of this unconditional covenant. Mark 10 and verse number 47. Mark 10, 47. Mark 10, verse 47. When he heard that it was Jesus talking about the blind Bartimaeus, he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth what did he hear? Jesus of what? 
Nazareth. But when he began to shout, Bible says he began to shout, Jesus, son of who? David. This is the kind of saying that the master will say, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but was revealed to you by my father. Because there was a covenant unconditional with Abraham. This man, I will call him my son. And his kingdom will be established forever. He heard it was Jesus of Nazareth. He began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. I know you are under a covenant. You are here to bless. Because you are blessed already. Have mercy on me. Let's talk about the conditional covenant. The conditional covenant. I told you this conditional covenant is dependent on certain requirements or prerequisites. And if the requirements are not fulfilled, the covenant is broken. And it is called the mosaic covenant. Zai covenant. Deuteronomy 11 and verse 28. This is a covenant that promised Israel blessing if they obey and curse if they disobey. Say they curse. Okay, let's go back to 27 so that let's go back a little bit to 27 and see. 27, let's start 27. The blessings, okay, the blessings if you obey the commands of the Lord, your God. That I am giving you today. Verse 28. Because if you disobey the commands of the Lord, your God, and turn from the way that I command you today by following other gods, which you have not known. Conditional. Promise of blessing was made to Israel at only on the condition if they obey. But a curse if they disobey. It is conditional. May God make you to enter into an unconditional covenant with God in Jesus' name. Because he said they could not even keep it. They couldn't keep it. So they were rising and falling, rising and falling. Also, the commandment is part of that conditional covenant. Much of the Old Testament is full of this the fulfillment of this covenant, the cycle of judgment. When they obey, God blesses them. When they disobey, God will curse them. And finally, let's quickly look at this, the new covenant. The new covenant. From our text, Jeremiah 31, verse 31 to 34, we saw there that God said, a time will come when I'm going to make a new covenant. And this covenant I will make with you, I'm going to write it in your heart. No man will say, ah, this person, this person, because the law may be in the hand of your supposed enemies, and he will hide it so that only him will enter. But he said, I will write it in everybody's heart. It promised that God will forgive our sins and it promises that God will have an unbroken relationship with his people. That's what the new covenant does. It's a promise to forgive our sins. 
is a promise to have an unbroken relationship with man, with his people. Jesus died in the place of sinners. He took your place and he took my place. We owe a debt we couldn't pay. But he came, picked up the bills, paid them all, and said we should go. We are free. Go. You are free. Go. Let no man judge you anymore. Go. You have entered into a new covenant. Hebrews 9, verse 23 to 28. Yes, Hebrews, chapter number 9. Hebrews 9. I think I need to pick something out there. Hebrews 9, okay. Let's just skip. Hebrews 9, well, let's read the... Um, Read it, read it verse 12, 15, and then we jump to verse number 23. Now pick uh, verse number 12 first. All right. He did not enter by means of the blood of goats and cows, but he entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. And verse 15 now. For this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new world covenant that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. Now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sin committed under the first world covenant, the general covenant, where we became sinners not because of the sin we commit, but because our grandparents committed it and they had entered into a covenant, therefore became sinners. Destined to die. Then he came and died. He paid the price for us to enter into a new covenant and have the old one broken. Verse 23 now. It was necessary then for the copies of the heavenly things to be purified with this sacrifice. But the heavenly things that themselves with better sacrifice than this. 24. For Christ did not enter a sanctuary made with human hands. That was only a copy of the true one. He entered heaven itself now to appear for us in God's presence. Verse 25. Nor did he enter heaven to offer himself again and again. The way the high priest enters the most holy place every year with the blood that is not his own. It was faulty. He entered to atone for the sin of man so that they will remain in that covenant. But he did not enter with his own blood. He entered with another one's blood. The blood of goat and sheep. And God said this is not perfect. 26. Otherwise Christ would have had to suffer many times since the creation of the world. But he has appeared once for all at the culmination of the ages to do away with sin. By the sacrifice of himself. Remember, this covenant is about God's promise to wipe the man, man's sin away and to establish an unbroken relationship with man. Just as people are destined to die once and after that face judgment. 28. So Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many and he will appear a second time 
not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for. Hope you are waiting for him. John Gospel chapter 1 and verse 29. John Gospel chapter 1 verse 29. The next day John saw Jesus, John the Baptist now, saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the whole world. His sandals am not worthy to untie. Only him. For there is no other name given among men, both in heaven and on earth, whereby we must be saved except the name Jesus. Guaranteed. This covenant is better, is a better covenant, no doubt. Okay, let's see Matthew 26 first. Matthew 26 and verse 26 to 28. Matthew 26, 26 to 28. While they were eating, Jesus took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body, 27. Then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. 29 and 30. This is my blood of the covenant. My blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sin. The new covenant of God. I tell you, I will not drink from this, covenant, this fruit of the vine from now on. Until that day when I drink it new with you in my father's word. Everlasting kingdom. When they had sung a hymn, the power of him, they went out to Mount Olive. This is my body broken for you and my blood shed for you. Representing the new covenant that your sins are forgiven and that God is established an unbroken relationship with you. I have come to fulfill the covenant. And Jesus must fulfill he is fulfilling it. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. His blood removes the sin of all who put their faith in him. Mind you, you need to anchor your faith. After midweek service, I was driving home with two gentlemen, and they were asking me questions about this. I said, interesting. I wish I was in Monday Bible class now. I wish... I like to hear the questions. And I like to have time to expand more. I like to have time to expand. Papa said that Sunday is the show. So, Bible studies and midweek services is where we mold disciples. Okay, when they have sung a Sunday, broke the bread. All right. First John chapter number 1 and verse 9, his blood removed the sin of the whole, whole world. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness if we put our faith in him. We put our faith in him. Again, it is a better covenant. Hebrew 8, 6 to 13. This new covenant is a better covenant. Hebrews 6, sorry, 8, 
verse number 6 to 13. You have it. Yes. But in fact, the ministry of Jesus has received is as superior to Deus as the covenant of which he is a mediator. The one he has come with is much more superior to the one he is mediating. To the old one. Since the new covenant is established on better promise. Verse number 7. For if there had been nothing wrong with that first covenant. Remember I told you. God find fault in it. No place would have been sought for another. But God found fault with the people and said. Oh. See why it's good to always have your own Bible open. Mine has gone blind. All right. We are reading from Hebrews chapter number six. What was the last verse I read? The last verse I read is chapter chapter number six, reading from verse number seven. So what? Or the last verse. So reading it for land. Oh no, sorry. Oh, made a mistake. Hebrews eight. Um, verse number six. Okay, seven. But only the high priest entered the inner room, and that only once, and that only once a year, and never without blood, which he offered for himself. And for the sins the people had committed in ignorance. The Holy Spirit was showing by this that the way in the most holy place. Showing by this that the way into the most holy place had not yet been disclosed as long as the first tabernacle was still uh, standing. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's talk about the covenant that is everlasting and then we'll stand up to pray. So that this covenant is everlasting. But by the way, you can write down that this covenant brings hope. This covenant, the new covenant is a covenant of hope. Hebrews chapter number 7. You find that in verse number 18 to verse number 19. The new covenant brings us hope. Hope. Hope and hope. And it is an everlasting covenant. The new one is an everlasting covenant. Hebrews chapter number 13 and verse 20. I'll read that as we conclude. The new covenant. Hebrews 13 and verse number 20. Okay, let me start from verse number 19. I particularly urge you to pray so that I may be restored to you soon. May the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead, our Lord Jesus Christ, that great shepherd of the sheep. refers to this covenant as an eternal covenant. Some translations said everlasting covenant. It lasts forever. 
But you can only enter into this new covenant after you have given your life to Christ. Which do you choose? Do you choose the conditional covenant? Of course, you are already under the general covenant. But he said there is a new covenant which Jesus Christ has come to establish so that whoever by faith shall enter into it. You will not just enjoy the blessings of Abraham here, but you will also enjoy a place with him in heaven. He said, eat of this bread, drink of this cup, because this will be the last time I'm going to be eating and drinking with you here on earth. The next will be in my father's kingdom, the everlasting kingdom. We are no judgment to be passed against you anymore. Bible says that whoever the son of man is what? Free indeed. If he says, pick up your destiny, the man by the poolside, Jesus Christ healed him. And then when he was going home, he said, who, who gave you the authority on the... He said, what, who, who is the man? What is his name? He said, that one is your problem. All I know, once I was blind, but now I can do what? Say, the power of the new covenant takes you to a place where you consider yourself unworthy to enter. But it is no more about you. It is the covenant that has been secured for you. When you enter into the holy of holies within by your faith, you don't need to fear about anything. That is why David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green walls, pasture. He leadeth me and though I walk through, nothing shall happen to me. And above all, my table, he will set before my enemies. Oh, you know, I told you here that don't, don't always want your enemies to die. Because your friends may not clap for you. Jealousy will make them not to clap. But when your enemies are subdued, they are the one that will celebrate you. That's why David said, my table are set in the presence of my enemy. So when I am picking my teeth with my testimonies, there will be a witness. Shall us on our feet. I will enter his gate with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his court with praise. I will say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for here. I will enter, I will enter. With thanksgiving in my heart, I will enter his God with praise. I will say, this is the day that my Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has As we lift up our hands to the heavens, let's begin to thank God for bringing us into 
a covenant relationship with him. Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for bringing me into the covenant, a new covenant. The covenant of relationship with you. Thank you for without my work, you brought me into this new covenant. Thank you for without effort, you brought me into this new covenant. What will a man give? What can a man give in exchange for his soul? When I have nothing, I am mounting to nothing. I have nothing to present. Freely, oh God, you brought me into this new covenant. To have relationship with you, say thank you to him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for bringing me into this new covenant. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Acts of Apostles chapter 3 and verse 25. Acts 3, 25. Acts 3, 25. David said about him, I saw the Lord always before. Sorry, I think I'm reading. Sorry, I was reading chapter 2. 3, verse 25. And you are heirs of the prophets and of the covenant God made with your fathers. He said to Abraham, through your offspring, all peoples on earth will be blessed. So you are heirs. You and I who have given their life to Christ are heirs, inheritors, partakers of this new covenant. Lift your hand and say, Abraham, blessings are mine. I am blessed beyond the curse. I am blessed in the morning. I am blessed in the afternoon. I am blessed in the night. Abraham, blessings are mine. Begin to speak it to yourself. That the blessings of Abraham are mine. The blessings of life is mine. The blessings of fruitfulness is mine. The blessings of prosperity is mine. The blessings of a new life is mine. The blessings of a throne is mine. By the blessing of Abraham, I am a king. I am unstoppable because I am an heir of the promise made to Abraham. By the blood of Jesus, the blessings of Abraham are mine. The blessings of Abraham are mine. I am blessed beyond the curse. You are blessed beyond the curse. Amen. Finally, Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse number 1. Deuteronomy 28 and verse number 1. We'll pray finally there. Then we come to bless the Lord with our offering. He said, if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands, I give you today. The Lord your God will set you high above all nations. Lift your hand and say, Father, set me above all nations. Set my feet upon nations, the kind of nations. Take my feet out from my clear. Set them upon a solid ground. Let me be set above nations. Begin to declare that to yourself. Above nations. Above limitations. Above frustration. When men shall be saying there is a casting down, 
May the Lord take you to where you will say there is a lifting up. When you shall find yourself in the land of scarcity, the Lord, by reason of a new covenant, will make you to have an abundance of riches, of children, of joy, of happiness. This is your inheritance. This is your inheritance from the Lord. May the Lord set your feet over nations. May the Lord set your eye over nations. May the Lord make your name to be announced over nations. May those who have not heard your name hear your name. May your helpers come. Wherever nation they are, may the nation deliver them to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, whatever states where your helpers are staying, may heaven push them out from there to your location. Whatever local government, your helpers are placed. May the power of covenant push them to come to where you are. May your path cross. May your path cross. In the name of Jesus Christ, begin to declare that your feet is set on high. Begin to declare that your life is set over nations. Begin to declare that you are unstoppable. You are limitless. Thank you, Father. Father, we bless your name. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the body of Christ, which has brought us into a new covenant. A covenant of hope. An everlasting covenant. A covenant of new relationship. We bless your name. We thank you. For in Jesus' most precious name, we have prayed. Let the church shout amen. Another amen. And a bigger amen. We pray you have been blessed by the word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.